Aw, oh, shit. I'm lagging balls. That's right, lagging balls. Your community-focused World of Warcraft podcast. For the people, by some people. With your hosts, Thorn and Fist. Hey, ballers, it's your main man, Thorn, man, in the helm of lagging balls this week. You didn't think Fist would get a whole episode to herself without giving old Thorn a turn, did you? Nah, I got this. Wait, oh. what? What are you doing? Oh. I'm right here. Ah, <laughs> shit. Just, just let me get my pants on. One sec. Okay. Uh, well, you don't have, you didn't have to. Okay. Well, he- hello, ballers. It's me, Thorn, back again to make sure this podcast doesn't crash and burn at the hands of this one here. Hey. Just kidding. You did all right. Thanks. You're welcome. Now that I'm back, we can finally get into our recent RP events at the hands of one of our guild officers, Manfi. Yes, and it just so happens we interviewed Manfi, and we can play that for you right now. Wow, what a coincidence. Fucking right? All right, ballers, we've got a special uh, interview segment for you this week. Um, We've got Manfi here. Welcome, Manfi. Hey, thanks for having me back. Uh, Manfi is, for those of you uh, who may be new or didn't hear the last segment with him, um, Manfi, and actually for even those who did, Manfi has become an officer mm-hmm. in Blood of the Scribe on Boulder Fist Congratulations. US. Congratulations, Manfi. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> um, in no small part um, because he's led our guild in these new RP segments, yes. which have been great. You so, are a dungeon master. <laughs> but um, Manfi has been a raid team member of ours for months upon months now for most of the expansion yes yeah, since um, the beginning of legion or legion hellfire citadel yeah how the hell did you where did you come from like how did you join blood of the scribe so i started playing a couple months before blackrock foundry came out actually that's I, I yeah yeah that's <laughs> when i started and i actually knew mike for a couple of years and he finally convinced me to start playing so i first leveled up a paladin up to 100 and I had a lot of fun with the game but I didn't really think I was ready for raiding so I ended up playing around gearing up uh, another 100 my shaman who's actually my main now and eventually we got to HFC and he was about to leave for raid and he said hey we need bodies you want to come and I said sure why not so I came in and I've been with you guys ever since yeah, you were just kind of like a stowaway, yeah. and then we were like, wow, this guy's actually pretty fucking good. Yeah, and then but he's just... a baby. Like, <laughs> what the hell? Oh, it was like, great. Like, I shouldn't have even been there that first night. I think you guys were like, yeah, everyone needs to be 690, and I think I was 650 that first night of HFC. <laughs> so. We were desperate or anything. <laughs> but no, okay, it's been well, a great time. Yeah, I mean, it's been a great time having you. Um, you've you've done extremely well in your hero, healer roles in two different classes. For being new to the game, it's been <clears throat> very impressive, and you, you should be proud about that. So. Yeah. Nicely done, brother. Thank you. Um, in addition to that, um, so for our dear listeners, we just want to let you know, um, the idea for this whole segment came because um, Manfi asked to talk to us outside of Raid um, a few weeks back, and he just, you know, he said, you know, we get to this point in the expansion when um, things start to wind down a little bit. People start to kind of, you know, some people start to kind of stop playing. And then, um, you know, we got the Archimonde heroic kill last week. Mm-hmm. And um, again this week. Yep. And 
now it's you know it's kind of the point where some people have goals for the expansion and for some people that's as far as they'd like to go so it's not terribly uncommon for people to start exiting the game or taking a break until yeah. the next expansion and we don't want that no. because we love our rating group yes. we love the people in our guild and we don't want to stop hanging out every week yeah because you people like you man are just a bunch of awesome little yeah. bastards i so. know i'm just so awesome <laughs> That's why we're interviewing you, I guess. So <laughs> you're not wrong. Yeah. So, so in addition to that insight, which is you know good insight from a, from once again from a new player, is very insightful. Yeah. Um, but uh, to also come up with a, some solutions for that, and and some of those solutions were guild activities such as RP events. Uh, and again, just in case it needs to be said for anybody listening, RP stands for role playing. It does. It does. Oh. That's what we've been doing this whole time. Right. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was gonna like make a side note to Manfi about something, and then I was like, I don't want to have to edit that. So let's let's. You're not keep gonna going. edit it anyway. I know. Well, I didn't want you to have to edit that either. So. <laughs> don't start feeling sorry for me now. <laughs> so Manfi, um, you, you've you've come a long way in a short time. We're proud of you. Um, we really appreciate these RP events. We wanted to share them with the listeners because there's got to be a lot of other guilds in the same type of position. Hell and yeah. you know what? We've been playing this game for a long time. I don't know how much RP you've done. This. No, none. I mean, other than some some runs through Goldshire basements. Yeah. <laughs> Different kind memories. of RP. Man, for you, were you in on those? No, I was not. N- nor was I really. So. I was. I was on the whole time. It was great. Bought and sold many a time. <laughs> this is well documented on this podcast. Yeah. So anyway. Um, Manfie, why don't you, I'll tell you what, um, why don't you tell us, or tell our listeners what you told us as far as your idea for doing this. Okay. So, the idea was that a lot of the current RPing on, like, Moonguard, Wormrest Accord, uh, or other similar servers, are very, very dedicated, meaning either the, the guild might be all of one race, all of one class... Uh, the RP is very not structured. It's kind of just generic. Uh, kind of, you do whatever. And clearly. Yeah, clearly. And it's kind of hard to do that on our server, mainly because it's a PvP server. Uh, there's not going to just be random people to RP with. Uh, and people already have characters they're attached to, and they're not going to want to have to re-roll a new character from level 1. So the idea was that instead of having these just random occurrences, try and structure things into more of a story where the players act out the events of a story and are f- and follow a, a, not really a, pr- a set procedure, but follow the uh, general roadmap of a GM. And it, it keeps things more structured. It allows people... It gives them an area to work in rather than trying to come up with things completely from scratch. And for people who are not used to playing uh, D&D or RPing, it, it's a lot easier for them to get involved if it's yeah. new to them. Yeah, we had we had no idea what to expect the first night you did it. Yeah. And uh, you made it really easy on us, <laughs> like a Dungeon Master would in, in D&D. Yeah, before this recording, we, we joked about how the very first interaction, when we ver- we started the very first act of this um, RP event, <laughs> man, for you, you pulled us all aside and you said, 
Okay, here's where we're going, and here's the situation, here's what we're doing. Crickets. <laughs> we fucking waited, waited for you to say the next thing when you were actually just like waiting for us to respond to the first thing. <laughs> and like, and that's part of the not not problem, but it's it's something to be the way, expected. Part of the fun. <laughs> yeah, it's something to be expected for people who haven't done it before. And it, I saw people start to get into it by the end of the first session and into the second and the end of the second people were starting to get into it starting to go and just kind of say things do things just off the top of their heads whatever they want to do in character and that's that's what makes it fun is you just you just do things yeah and it's a, it's a lot easier to if you're somebody not like most of the people in our guild but somebody who might be a little bit shy about you know, flying by the seat of your pants and improv and, and playing a character. Um, if everybody's doing it, it's a lot easier to do it, too. And especially with somebody like you sort of, you know, providing the storyline to go along with it. So it's really, like, as everybody was saying, it can be really immersive mm -hmm. if you let it. Yeah, and that's uh, that's part of one of the areas I want to do better with in the next sessions. The, the fact that... Uh, I had the story very well laid out, but the players didn't feel like they had really a role to play, almost, I feel. They just kind of were there to witness the story, and I need to do a better job of giving people a role to play. And I, I'm actually really excited for the, the next uh, couple ideas, in that individual people are going to have a specific role to play, and they will know about it ahead of time, and they'll be able to prepare for it, and play that out and and they'll have time to think about it think what they want to do think what they want to say and it maybe be a little bit more comfortable in what they're doing during the session dude we are so excited about yeah, that we are <laughs> <laughs> uh, so tell us about well don't tell us but tell the listeners um about what we've already done like the first chapter in this or like just yeah the first storyline that you first came up with three acts yeah <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to do a custom storyline because it, it gives me a little bit more uh, leeway. I can kind of just do what I want. I don't need to follow a pre-existing story. I mean, it's just easier on me that way. Uh, so sure. I have always had a love-hate relationship with the Scarlet Crusade. I love them as far as villains, but I hate their guts in terms of gameplay. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to do something with them. And what I ended up doing was a new group of the Scarlet Crusade was coming about, led by a priest who ended up being one of my priests. Uh, in fact, I had my characters play different roles throughout the whole story, and it allowed me to be in multiple places at once, allowed me to do different things, and keep the uh, immersion higher rather than saying, okay, this character is this. Oh, no, no, that same character is now this, and it's something completely different. It allowed me to keep that distinction. Yeah, and I think that worked cool. really well. Yeah, honestly, like, that was a really nice touch. Um, and Just the, the fact that you placed your characters yeah. all over the, the story map yeah. ahead of time. And, and yeah, just... and you sent us off in some direction, or sometimes even distracted us with something along the way. And sometimes I didn't even notice you log off and switch to the other character. Yeah. And then we get to the next place, and there you are on a different character. It was pretty cool, man. It was so cool. <laughs> yeah, so I had... It was a new Scarlet Crusade uh, group. And the idea was that the heroes didn't know 
that this person was Scarlet Crusade and that they were actually helping her during the first act. So eventually, near the end, they get betrayed. They mm. almost get killed, but they don't by like seconds. <laughs> and instead, Stonard gets blown up into a crater. So what had happened was <laughs> we discovered a bomb in the courtyard. And after letting it tick down a few and trying to figure out what to do and trying to uh, figure out if Thorne's character could uh, engineer the bomb <laughs> to not blow up and kill everything, I was like, oh wait, I'm a mage. Can we just throw it through this portal? And so I put up a portal. Which is a good idea. Except no. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I instead just sort of teleported myself. <laughs> Um, and so the time is ticking down. Yeah, so the time bomb's ticking down and suddenly our mage is gone. Yeah. <laughs> We're trying to figure out Oops. if herbalism will somehow <laughs> fix this. Like, can we pick enough flowers to cover the bomb? Yeah, so I ran back and then I flew back. Uh, don't tell anybody, because we weren't allowed to fly. You were for that uh, part. Oh, well, whatever. And, and uh, you fell to your death. I fell to my death because I was panicking <laughs> and I intended to slow fall, but that didn't help. <laughs> And then uh, this mage failed everywhere. I got rezzed. <laughs> and we opened up a portal to Stonard and we exploded Stonard. In 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 the last second. Yeah, yeah you you did actually. I was, had a timer going when I said 5 minutes and there were like 3 seconds left on that timer. <laughs> so what would have happened if we if Oh, you would have all died. <laughs> and that would have been the end right there. I love it. <laughs> so, they narrowly escaped. And that was so much fun. That was just <laughs> There was, like, five people that night? Just a handful of us? It was four players and me. Yeah, and it was just... I had such a good time, and we made sure to tell all the people who said they were going to be there and the rest of the guild that they missed out yeah. completely. And so... Which uh, pretty much, what, doubled it? Yeah, so, so the next week, uh, we did Chapter 2. Yeah, so Chapter 2, uh, the heroes... Which, just, one, just one side note real quick. I, I think the whole bomb situation was it just I think it was just such a okay so you laid down the ground rules that like we could use our spells ahead of time and so like, that was that was clear but I don't think any of us okay so only a couple of us in the group had any have like much of any experience at all with something like D&D so I don't think any of us quite understood up front and and I I actually like this I think it was better this way just just to what degree we had like free reign to do yeah. things so, when you said there's a bomb, I have engineering, but, I mean, now, I feel like with more experience with this, I would turn around and be like, okay, I'm, I'm using my engineering to do this or that, you know, like, I'd, I'd jump in and, you know, immediately recognize that that's a, w a way that I could use something yeah. to try and And I'd try really hard not to teleport myself somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> right, and then, you know, but, but just the fact that you have these things in the game and they're usable, um, or you just wing it and... You know, make the story up as you go along, which is again part of the fun. And, and part of it is not sticking directly to the fact to the spells of the game, but even expanding that further. Like I think I mentioned, yes, you have a portal, and you sent to Stonard, but I would have let you make a portal to Stormwind, say, even though you can't actually do that because you're a Blood Elf. Yeah. <laughs> but I 
totally would have let you turn Stormwind into a giant crater. <laughs> yeah, so that just that tells me that like I need to start, you know, thinking out of the box a little bit. Right, more, yeah. Which That's is what I like about it a lot. Insanely fun. Yeah, we took a because of because of this we've been able to take a big step from the whole RP add-on thing and creating a story from your character to moving like way deeper into actually, you know, living in this world. Yeah. And it's cool that you created, you know, your own separate storyline in these things but you rooted it in things like the scarlet scarlet crusade and you're like you're taking the time to write the storyline and also go visit the sites and decide where things are going to happen if we get there or if we take that turn or whatever you know it's really cool that you're doing that man yeah oh god some of that was a nightmare trying to find the enemies for the third act but when we get there we'll talk about that more okay uh, in the second act uh heroes find a scarlet crusade base at the Scarlet Onslaught and Ice Crown. So, naturally, everyone decided to go in loud and do a smash and grab and <laughs> kill everything in sight. <laughs> so, we go in, uh, kill everything, find a plans to their bomb-making facility underneath the castle. We go around the back, we come in, uh, kill everyone in there, and we actually find prisoners which were the new guildies to the group and that, that, was, was, my, that was a nice touch yeah it was my way of getting new people in which instead of just retconning and saying oh they're here now no they're actually joining as part of the story it was pretty cool seeing them all cowering in the dungeon or whatever <laughs> but hey guys and we and we stayed immersed in it because at the beginning of the session you took them all into a separate team speak channel and then flew off with them and then we had no idea what happened and yeah. they were like did Manvi just kill all those people? Are we dead? What's you happening? Guys, you guys were late. Now you all die. <laughs> no, it was great. Nicely done. So we did that, and then we found out there was a second bomb in Dalaran. So we all fly to the sewers in Dalaran, and, and it happened to be inside a shark, simply because I needed a good place to put it. <laughs> that was a really good place. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then we went on a little side adventure. Because Thorn did something stupid in section one. <laughs> one thing. <laughs> <laughs> and this is, again, like, the best part of it is... Go ahead, tell him what happened. So, we, in the first session, we ended up going through Deathholm. And for anyone who hasn't been there, there's a bunch of cauldrons with, essentially, plague brew cooking. And Thorn, in his infinite wisdom, decided he wanted to drink from the plague brew cauldron. <laughs> seemed like a good enough idea at the time oh absolutely so we find we finish up with a bomb and dollar on and thorn becomes paralyzed he cannot move he cannot cast spells he cannot do anything but talk <laughs> and he's a boom can at the time as well so. yeah so he's a giant <laughs> chicken who funnier. can't move so we this results in heroes going on a merry adventure to cure Thorn of his paralyzation, which ends up sending people all over Northrend for reagents. <laughs> Literally all over. I think I didn't hit maybe one zone. Um, and then everyone meeting up in the Grizzle Maw in Grizzly Hills. Yeah, inside the, the giant tree trunk, yeah. which is pretty cool. So we deal with Thorn because he screwed up. 
which by the way really <laughs> awesome and for not having not being able to move or do anything that was still way fun yeah we, we had to like fly him around and move him around yeah Wait, thank god for that sled toy blood toy yeah <laughs> <laughs> so we did that and then heroes had to go deal with the blood moon call on blood moon isle because they had teamed up with the scarlet crusades so they go and they deal with that and that was the end of session two and by deal with that we mean kill everyone yeah. yes kill everything <laughs> <laughs> so in the final session originally it was going to be four sessions but because you guys didn't nuke an alliance city it ended up only being three was to go find the final source of the bombs and deal with the Scarlet Crusade leader. So this was really hard to come up with. I could not come up with a good source for the bombs. It took me all afternoon one day. Aw, thank you for all the trouble. (laughs) It, It was really hard, and I don't even remember how I eventually decided on it, but it ended up being Dreadlords. And it made sense because the Scarlet Crusade was created by a Dreadlord, uh, led by another Dreadlord as well. And uh, Veramathris led the coup of Undercity, who was also a Dreadlord. So it made sense that Dreadlords would be behind this whole thing. Fucking Dreadlords. Yeah. So I have the party go to Ashenvel in the southeast corner, there's two Dreadlords. So we go, we kill them, and they end up having coordinates to the third Dreadlord, which is over in Fellwood, at the bottom of a very long cave. Yeah, you all know the the cave. The cave that just keeps going. (laughs) Deeper and deeper. (laughs) That cave. Yeah, that one. But there's a portal at the end of it now. Yeah, thank goodness. That's that's actually pretty nice for Lobies traveling through there. Not not like in my day. (laughs) So we go down there, and he has a map to the uh, staging area for a third assault on uh, Teldestril. And the cave is uh, in Darkshore, which I thought would be interesting, because I was hoping that not a lot of people would have explored Darkshore, because it's an alliance zone. Yeah. And I think a couple people didn't know where it was. It took you guys long enough to find me. (laughs) (laughs) we were like going down through whirlpools and teleporting places (laughs) but eventually you guys show up and I was on my priest waiting for them in the cave and it led to the final showdown where I had uh, them challenge me to one on one duels unfortunately there was a certain someone on his fully geared enhancement shotgun there (laughs) and I didn't stand for a chance So, so that ended pretty quickly, uh, and that's where we ended it, with the heroes finally defeating the leader of the new Scarlet Crusade cult. That was awesome. It was wonderful. Dude, the fact that you just like took the time to, to map it all out, um, think of other directions that we might go, um, and honestly, I'm sure just be prepared for things that we never would have thought to touch or that we just didn't do this time. But we might next time. Um, yeah, it was just—it was just really—it was really well done. It was cool to see what an RP event um, that was kind of rooted a little bit, a little bit in something like Dungeons and Dragons, and see how that was ideated and then 
executed here within the the constructs confines of the game. Yeah, uh, it was just it was really well done. It was a it was a whole lot of fun. Yeah, and, and like we can't wait for more. Seriously, <laughs> and we had uh, like double the number of guildies in with us that time, and. Uh, I heard people say, like, before and after that they were excited to do something with the guild um, because they don't raid. Right. So it, anybody could join. And we had a, a lot of people in our guild who we don't normally group up with and, and do fun things with. Yeah. And this just, it gives us the opportunity to get to know uh, our guildies better outside of raiding and gives them a chance to get to know everybody else better and... Like, have something to look forward to yeah. in-game and online, and, you know, like, we did it on a Saturday night, and there were so many people yeah. having fun, and it was just, all around, a really fucking good time. Yeah, yeah, and I'm hoping to use the experience from these past two uh, days of running this to make the next events uh, a whole lot better. Uh, we were talking a little bit about this before recording, that giving people a more specific role to play... Uh, especially for people who have never RP'd before, it, it can be hard to come up with what you're trying to say and do uh, flying by the seat of your pants. So if yeah. you have a more structured role to play, uh, it can be a little bit easier. And I've kind of used that theme for the next two events I have planned. That's so awesome. I know. <laughs> uh, I'll give you a little sneak peek. Oh, please. So the next one I think we're going to do is um, a night at the opera in Karazhan. Dude, I'm so stoked for that. <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna make we're gonna make Mike do the whole chess event all on his own, <laughs> just because he bitched about it so much. <laughs> yes, you you will have to do the someone will have to do the chess event. Oh God, uh, not it. <laughs> it's gonna be amazing. So there's that one, and then the second one is a jousting tournament in the Argent Tournament Grounds. No nice. Awesome. And I'll even give you a further sneak peek for uh, what role you two will be playing. So you can okay. start preparing now. Uh, you two will not be jousters. I'll tell you that right now. They're lucky. <laughs> I'm sure you're fantastic, Thorne, but... Hey, you saw my my, my Argent Hippogriff. I'm, I'm skilled. That, that is true. But you'll get to use it because yes! you two are going to be king and queen of Blood of the Scribe Argent Jousting Tournament. Nice! Oh my god! Oh, it's like medieval times! I'm so excited! Dude, that's fucking awesome. So, start, preparing, start preparing now. Start getting your... Uh, Majestic transmogs together. It's the role I was born to play, baby. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> First order of business: everyone lick my balls. No, thank you. Um, but yeah. So, first of all, thank you. Holy shit, that sounds incredible. Um, there's so many aspects of, of these things that like the transmog getting together with friends um doing stuff with the guild have an event online that's not uh you know a bonus weekend or a right. raid night it's, yep. it's something completely different there's lore involved there's story involved there's creativity involved um it's just as as somebody playing since vanilla 
It's just opened like a completely new and exciting door to this game. Yeah. And I can't thank you enough for that. And we just want to let all the listeners know that like if they can find somebody in their guild who's dedicated as you are, like one or two people even, um, this is entirely possible. Like you too can have awesome, awesome RP nights with your guilds and your friends. So um, we'd really like to keep like having you on um, to give us recaps um, about our adventures in RP because I think it could be hilarious. Oh, that, that's all I'm hoping for. As long as people are having fun, that's that's good enough for me. That's all the enjoyment I need. Aww. Well, man, Pete, you um, you've been a, a force as a healer on the raid team. You've been a nice um, addition to the officer corps mm-hmm. in the guild. We're happy to have you there. Um, and now you're just um, kind of facilitating a whole new thing for us all here. So we just wanted to say thank you. Um, thank you also for taking the time to um, record with us for the podcast. Yeah. Um, and kind of. Uh, be able to share this new perspective on the game uh, with the listeners as well. So, yeah. thanks, man. Yeah, thank, you. Th- thank you. It's it's been a pleasure the past year. Aww. Um, one of our uh, raiders and guildmates understand made a video of oh uh, god uh, the video uh, raid night. He did. Um, he did. I did not see this. I know. Uh, oh, so it's something we... special. Oh, it's special. <laughs> oh no. So we're gonna we're gonna link that in the show notes as well, so you can. You can see some of uh, the fruits of Manfi's hard labor. <laughs> <laughs> and then I know there's been uh, further inspiration as well. So I know I even know that Masta is going to be doing like a, a guild survivor as well. So yeah. um, this has all been inspirational for everybody. Yeah, and um, it just started with you, you know, having the foresight and uh, the concern about what was going to happen after raiding. And I think a lot of guilds right now are are thinking about that. And this this your solutions are excellent. So. We, we really encourage the listeners to maybe try this themselves or, or if you know somebody creative and responsible, like maybe give them the idea and let us know about it. And with that, my good man, we will uh, sign off from this segment. Thanks again for joining yes, us. We do you. appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. And we can't wait to have you back. Absolutely. And we will um, sign off with a word from the king. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone who's looking to try this at home, do remember the first step is a big one. Do lick my balls. LB Newsline. News you can use unless you refuse. So, at the top of Warcraft news, I mean, let me let me take a step back for a second and just okay. I do want to compliment you on your solo mission. Thank you. Yeah, you did really well. Thank I listened you. to the last episode. To most of it? No, I listened to the whole <laughs> thing. I listened to the very end where the extra clip was uh, Dwight howling and making a bunch of noise as the yes. uh, extra clip at the end. Very enjoyable. Are you jelly? <laughs> I am. Do you think you might? They were, they were much better co-hosts than I yeah, am. I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm thinking. They were patient. They were kind. They were responsive. Yes. All of these things. You know, knowledgeable. They've got squidgy lips and big... Doogie eyes and yeah. little puppy ears. Wet noses. Exactly. Yeah, I can't compete with no, that. No, you can't. No, no. Plus their sheer knowledge of the game and their experience with raiding and leading the guild. and uh, Good dogs, it tells you. Those ya. guys. Good dogs. Can't compete. But, well, I'm here and they're not, so uh, <laughs> let's move on through with uh, Warcraft news. Let's do it. So, some more Legion bits. The Rockfeather Skyhorn kite toy was... Uh, Rockfeather Skyhorn... 
Rockfeather Skyhorn. My name's Rockfeather Skyhorn. <laughs> I'm here for the porno. <laughs> I'm going to put my dick in any hole. <laughs> any hole. Any hole. Keyhole. Manhole. Uh, I don't know. Rockfeather doesn't sound like you'd be. Rockfeather Skyhorn. Well, it sounds like you might have a pliable Rocky dick. Rocky Skyhorn. That would fit in a lot. Yeah, you better go by Rocky because Rockfeather just not. It's, it's a family not... name. <laughs> What are you implying? <laughs> so anyway, the Rockfeather Skyhorn kite toy, which is a fucking <laughs> mouthful in itself. Rocky um, Skyhorn is a fucking mouthful. <laughs> Alright, so it's made up of various pieces that are found around Skyhorn in High Mountain, and those combine into what's basically a goblin gl glider kit, but with more of a slow fall effect, and much prettier. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it's I like I only a, care about aesthetics. Yeah, it's kind of like the... It's kind of like the um, the glider mount that uh -huh. you can get, but a tiny oh, one, right. and you hang from it. Oh, cool! Yeah, so it's like a, it's basically a slow fall from those of us who are not mages. Oh, yeah. you lesser lesser people. Yeah, that was a toy. There are a couple of mounts, right? Oh, let's talk about the mounts. The mounts. The mounts. There's the Legion Hippogriff mount. Mm -hmm. It's a hippogriff model with purple coloring, um, and there's an ulterior color, which is like a blue, green, yellow sort of peacock oh, yeah, color. Yeah. 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 It's really cool. It's like uh, a new like model for the hippogriff. I'm a peacorn fist. You gotta let me fly. A peacorn? Pe a peacorn? I said peacorn. What the fuck's a peacorn? I don't know. <laughs> Are you high? Like... If I am, I could use my rock feather skyhorn kite toy to come on down. <laughs> What's the next mount? Let's just keep going. Okay, the next mount is the Legion turtle mount. Alright, so I was totally like not excited because I was like, oh, another turtle mount. I'm sure it's gonna have the same model as the ones from... Um, Miss of Pandaria, and yeah, guess what? It don't. It it does have the same model. Okay, but, but it doesn't look the same. No, it doesn't look the same. It's way cooler. It's got like a jaw, like a fucking Deathwing. Yes, Deathwing Tartal. Deathwang. Deathwang. Deathwang Tartal. Deathwang Tartal. I actually didn't understand what you said. I'm sorry. It was like Deathwang Tartal. Deathwang Tartal. It's like what's a Tartal? Are you on the caffeine again? A little bit. Oh, a lot. Oh, no. Listen. How many cups of coffee did you have today? I don't remember. We know what happened last time. These guys saw your tweets about it. Those <laughs> wide open bloodshot eyes. And... <laughs> Would it work, though? Didn't it? Did it? Didn't it? What's the long-term cost fist? Death, probably. What's the price of this? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> let's be real here. <laughs> Okay, yeah, so um, uh, the the Legion Turtle Mount. Back yeah, to the Legion good. Turtle Mount. It's good. It's pretty sweet. It's, good. it's actually like, again, I thought it was going to be just like the um, Mists of Pandaria Mount, kind of boring. Which is subjective. Right. Because to be fair, I did really like the Warcraft, or... Uh, the Warcraft Mount? The Warcraft Mount. That one? When the Warcraft Mounts first came out, I really liked them. <laughs> wow. Yeah, when the Mists of Pandaria Turtle Mounts originally came out, I did actually like them originally. So, to be fair, I just got tired of them really fast, and I've been unimpressed. Now, with this one, it, it's actually armored yeah. and spiky, and it's even got like a Stegosaurus-like spiked tail. Oh, yeah. Which is pretty sweet. Yeah, it's pretty cute and badass. Yeah, and it's got that same effect where you when you mount special or, or hit the space bar, it like hops up in the air and hides in its shell yeah. and plops down. <laughs> it's adorable. It's, it's really cute. 
Um, so we'll have links to those in the show notes yep. so you can check them out. There's a nice little video. Yeah. Sneak peek of them. So check it out. Right. So Final Boss TV has class previews for Arms Warrior, Resto Druid, and Guardian Druid. Nice. So if those pique your interest, if those are your mains, if you like to play those, or if you're just curious, yeah. you don't need a reason. Yeah. Just, just check them out. You definitely don't need a reason to watch anything from Final Boss TV either. Those no. guys are just funny. They're amazing. Okay, this is kind of a side note, <laughs> but um, MMO Champion um, covers tweets from Ghost, Call- Ghost Crawler, and um, somebody asked him this week, uh, do you still play Warcraft? Um, and his answer we thought was pretty funny, yeah. so we thought we'd include this. Um, basically, he said he doesn't. Um, but he's hesitant when he says that because he says uh, he fears players will somehow try to use it to argue for their own agenda. And I gave three reasons. Um, two of them were just as um, he wanted more exposure as, as, as a designer and that as a player he needed a break. And, and But the, the second one, it was actually listed as uh, his him from perspective as a developer. We thought that was the funniest. So it says, as a developer, I needed a little distance. WoW was part of my DNA for many years. Jumping back into the game felt like cruising by the house of my ex all the time and asking her how her current boyfriend was treating her and maybe giving him some pointers on how to handle her it just felt weird and we thought that was a pretty funny <laughs> answer so well said oh, ghost, ghost crawler craig street always uh, always a good time buddy always a pleasure there's even more artifact weapon previews uh, further released info and previews of more artifact weapons and check the video in our show notes for the showcase because there's some badass models in there yeah did you see any good mage stuff no i have no idea which one's the mage stuff yeah but... so to be fair it's not labeled guys but they're... i think you could probably figure it out yeah a lot of them are very telltale i can't but, but they they, oh, they look good they do holy crap they look good oh yeah yeah so definitely check them out i mean you like staves I love staves. And there were like, what, like four different staves in there? so long and hard and stavey. Stavey? Stavey. The word of the day is stavey. Stavey. Use it in a sentence today. I was feeling quite stavey last (laughs) night, so I slept on the couch. Okay. All right. Uh, Lunarfest is also in full swing, and the latest updates include... Elune's Lantern from Elune's Blessing is now a toy. Sweet. Uh, the Perky Blaster gives your Perky Plug his own firework. Holy fuck, I need it. Yeah, you're getting that right away, aren't you? Yes. That's in the game now. Um, vendors also sell ancient heirloom casings for 40 coins of ancestry. Nice. And those are the things that upgrade your heirlooms. So um, definitely check that out. Um, it's These events usually have a mechanic that help you do this. Hmm. Um, it's a good opportunity to up upgrade your heirlooms to make sure they carry you all the way through to level 100 yeah and beyond well not on and beyond yet but and legion yeah 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 <laughs> uh check out wellhead's full guide in the link in our show notes yes and uh the legion alpha dungeon race is rescheduled for thursday of this week in order to make room for cheers love it's overwatch news Overwatch! It's back February 9th. Woo! That's this week! That's this week. That's probably today. Yeah, by the um, time you're hearing this, yes. Yeah. Uh, with new features. Yeah? Included. Okay. So you wanted to do the news part yeah, on this, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I, I don't even know just what these don't are. Talk. Okay, go okay. ahead. Okay. And all okay, because I really can't wait to hear Ow! what these are going to be. I just hit what my did you do? Elbow. Oh, God. Oh, is it the funny bone? Yes. Does it hurt? No. How about now? Oh. Uh, Okay, so 
<laughs> the new features include... Yeah, I really hope your elbow's okay, because I really want to hear about what the new features are. Oh my god. I really can't I'm wait. I'm going to strangle you, you just, in a minute. Like, everybody's waiting. Can you just tell them already, please? An all-new progression system. Really? Yes. Two new maps, including a new game mode. Sweet. Several no, oh. several hero balance updates and a variety of private game updates, including full AI matches. Mm. Uh, so, as a reminder, uh, it says, if you had access to the closed beta before the break, not me, where you will continue to have access during the next phase of testing with so much new content available we're also looking to recruit more players to help us get even wider range of perspectives and feedback so if you're interested in participating make sure to opt in ah, wait so, we have perspective quite quite do. so that just means go to your battle net make sure that you're signed up for beta testing overwatch specifically if that's what you're into do it now um i think the correct procedure is to sign into battle.net, go to the page about opting in for these, and uncheck that you do not want to be in the beta for Overwatch. Why? Because that gives us a better chance. Oh, right, okay. Don't tell them that. I won't. Yeah, so guys, um, yeah. Go, um, yeah, go uncheck the box yeah, for Overwatch in your battle.net. Um, so, right, so a closed beta is coming online uh, in the Americas and Europe regions on February 9th, and we'll be launching in the Asia Gameplay region on February 16th. Oh, harsh bud. A week later. Yeah. Well, I'm glad it's back. Me too. It's pretty cool that in true Blizzard fashion, they didn't adhere to a timeline, but instead waited until things were ready. Yes. Um, that's frustrating, Double-edged but also... sword, man. Yeah, exactly. Wait, no. No. Yeah? It's like a one-sided sword. Well... Wait, yeah. Cuts both ways, doesn't it? I don't know. I don't really... I don't <laughs> understand that reference. <laughs> Okay. When in Rome. <laughs> and don't cross the street if you can't get out of the kitchen. Right. Um, so we've got some Hearthstone news as well. <laughs> um, we need a bumper for that. We're not going to make one, though. <laughs> hey, it's Hearthstone. Gonna listen to some Hearthstone news. Yeah. Okay, so Blizzard... <laughs> Is introducing game formats to Hearthstone. Uh, the new standard format will keep Hearthstone fresh and exciting and accessible for years to come, while the wild format will preserve everything you already know and love about Hearthstone. Okay. So Wait. tell us about Wait. the new standard. So, so basically, what this means is that standard is a new format in play mode, and, and it allows players to go head-to-head using only the most recently released Hearthstone cards. So okay. so all the expansions you're hearing about, all the news, the constant um, new cards and things like that, all of the latest fall under this. Okay. You can play standard using a deck built solely from a pool of cards that were released in the current and previous calendar year, along with a core foundation of the basic and classic card sets, which will always be valid for standard. Uh, you'll be matched against each other, uh, against other players who are also using standard decks. So in this play standard mode... Standard decks. Standard decks. Your deck is so standard. My, my standard basic deck will only ever be paired against other basic decks. I told all my friends that your deck is standard. <laughs> now they don't want to play with you. That's good, because I'm a one deck man. Wait. What? <laughs> <laughs> I also don't get this reference. Yeah, I don't get it. <clears throat> okay. 
Wild will be wild, Ooh. according to Blizzard. Uh, wild is the new name for the Hearthstone you already know, because it'll be in the format where anything can happen. So in terms of gameplay, nothing's changing for Wild. You'll be able to finish quests, earn gold, rank up the ladder, get card backs, earn legend rank, and use all the cards you're already, you've already collected to build uh, a Wild deck, just like you always have. So, okay. When you queue up for ranked or casual play with a wild deck, you'll again always be matched with just other players who are also using wild decks. Ooh, the deck is wild. The deck is wild. And we deal with wild decks. Yes. So, so TLDR, the the wild version is the game that everybody already knows. Okay. Same as it always was. Same as it always was. Standard mode is like playing in just the most recent expansion. Okay. So if you play Magic the Gathering, the same idea is that you'd be playing just the most recent expansion and, and set of cards uh -huh. versus the classic stuff or the older expansions or the older sets. Gotcha. If you play D&D, this is playing 4 or 5, whatever the most recent one is, uh -huh. versus playing 3.5 gotcha. or 2. Okay, that yeah. makes sense. Cool. Yeah, so it's kind of cool. I think, I, think it's very, I think it's very interesting that they thought to... I mean, part of this has got to be to kind of fight the whole, like, card bloating, um, power-up bloating. I forget yeah. there's, a, there's a term to it, but, like, the newer cards tend to be more powerful than yeah. the older cards, that sort of thing. Um, some of this has got to be related to that. Where, yeah. um, And also because, you know, they're trying to create new scenarios. They're trying to create yeah. new sets of cards that all work together with each other and combat each other. Mm -hmm. um, so when they're working on a balance of that sort, um, like, for example, the, all the most recent stuff, um, from the Hearthstone Legends, mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm getting the name wrong. The the most recent expansion, everything they created for that works with that set, um, but some of it might be a little may not may not fit as well with some of the older cards. Right. And so I think it's really smart of them to kind of set two different. Yeah. Well, that's what that's what Blizzard does. Like yeah. they they maintain balance as much as they can. Maintain. 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 And if the balance is off, then they fucking do something about it. Yeah. Like taking away like, your spells. Oh, you sound a little bitter. Just a little. Just a little. Man. Now it's time to talk about Heroes of the Storm because we know you can't stop talking about it either. Okay, we got a new patch, guys. Um, so we got Lunar Fest and we got a patch. Um, not too, too much to go out of this, but let me just run through some of the highlights. Please do. Otherwise, we will have patch notes in uh, a link available in our show notes. Yeah. So Lunar Fest is on. Um, first of all, there's a great promo video for it, um, including some of the hilarious in inter-hero funny bits, um, such as like a waiting line to beat up Arthas. Um, <laughs> so you should check out the link to that in our show notes. That's really funny. Otherwise, as far as in-game, the rewards for the Lunar Fest are that if you play 25 games, you get a monkey portrait. Which is always portrait. fun. And then, um, very similarly to how they did with the Diablo event, um, where you had to catch the loot goblin, mm -hmm. there is now a monkey elder for you to catch at the beginning of Neat. your match. And I think you get like a 50% chance for him to pop up okay. if somebody in the on your team has him as a quest. And for everybody who catches him, um, you get like 100 gold, and you can do that like once a day. Neat. They also teased um, some new stuff about the replay protocol. Um, and that's basically just the a it's it's an open API now, um, which means that if you're a developer, you can actually go in to the replay system and and play with the code and try and build things off of it or or find things and use things in a different way. Cool. Um, 
developers doing developer things, things that are way over our heads and we don't understand. <laughs> yeah. But the idea is that they're going open source with this so that people can start doing cool stuff with this that they, they as a developer team do not plan to do, aren't going to do, maybe not even going, are going to even think of. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's really cool they're doing that. Um, Li Ming, the Diablo wizard, is fully available and already kicking all sorts of ass in the Nexus, so that's pretty sweet. Um, one thing I'm a little disappointed about is that they took away the killstreak flames um, from your nameplates. Um, I think they did it for just more clarity, okay. which is un kind of unfortunate because it's just really cool looking. Yeah. It makes you feel pretty badass. Yeah. Also, for me, whenever I saw a character with those flames, I really, really wanted to kill them more <laughs> and remove those, remove those flames from them. Um, otherwise, in terms of kind of a uh, quality of life thing, uh, for people who spam too much, um, of the pings, they, they reduced some of those. Um, so basically they made it so that you can't, uh, the frequency by which you ping over and over has been reduced before they get limited. Oh, cool. And then they get limited for a longer time oh, okay. as a result. So if somebody's ping spamming, which you know who you are and you're bastards, and oh, and if you don't, if you're not one of those people, you know you know who they are, and you also hate them. Pingy bitches. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's just some people do that too much, and it's annoying. So, um, and then finally, another really good change is that structures now deal fifty percent bonus damage to heroes. So heroes now have to think a little more before they go oh, diving in on the walls and like <laughs> the towers and stuff. But yeah, full patch notes are available in our show notes. Definitely check them out if you want to hear more. Check them out. And we have some Diablo news. Diablo well, or actually, Diablo? Di Diablo. Diablo! Um, it's more like a reminder, though. Um, if you jumped into Season 5 using Patch 2.4.0's new Season Rebirth feature, it's possible that your items may be on their way out the door. Oh, shit. As we rapidly approach 30 days into the latest season, we wanted to remind, or Blizzard wanted to remind everyone how to check your in-game mail and recover your hard-earned loot. Ah, uh, yes. So, if you rebirth the characters, simply log on <laughs> to any of your non-seasonal characters that match the game type of the character you rebirthed. Yes. For example, if you use the season rebirth on a hardcore non-season character, you will need to log on into another hardcore non-seasonal character to claim your loot. Gotcha. So, so same types to get your stuff. Exactly. So, just as with the end of season rollover, your gear will be found in your in-game mail located in the lower left-hand corner of your screen. So pick so up your shit, people. get your shit before it's gone. I think it's time for some motherfucking shout-outs! Shout-outs, yay, yay! Alright, all kinds of great shout-outs, specifically about your solo mission. Fisting? You're fisting. Fisting myself? I'm so, I'm so proud of you. Thank you. You did so well. I did. It was really fun to listen to. I tried, and I really appreciate everybody's positive, kind feedback, yeah. words, and encouragement stuff. It's hard to solo queue. It is hard to solo queue. <laughs> Very hard, but... um. No, but you knocked it out of the park. Thank you. I mean, it's not fair that you pulled in co-hosts of the canine persuasion, but <laughs> whatever. So I, I have to have a reason for people to listen to this without you, okay? <laughs> Fuck. No. I figure people like dogs... No, people so, like you, and you did a really good job. Thank you. And I enjoyed it, too. I had a really good time listening. So, anyway, let's hear some more about what these guys had to say. Uh, Dartanis, um, at RoundbowCTR, says, I enjoyed it. Your solo rambling was entertaining. 10 of 10 will listen again. Oh, thank you. That's so nice. Yeah. Uh, Draven Dresden from the Epic Fail podcast says, You go into convulsions with math? Or did you mean convulsions? Ah! <laughs> In 
regards to the mathematical question she pulled and sent us, which we'll be trying to answer at the oh, end of the show. Oh boy, okay. Um, <laughs> Spanky Hunter at Richard Kearney J says, Great episode. Solo shows are the toughest. Lots of respect for you for pulling it off. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Oh, I pulled it off so hard. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, he also says, if you need someone to voice your Looking for Guild advertisement, go no further than Lagging Balls. They have the best Lagging Balls Steam Finder ever. It's true. It's true. <laughs> we do. That's in regards it's to true. our commercial last It was week. nice to hear that one again, yeah, too, by the way. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, Mastermud, our uh, guild um, officer and officer. fellow raider. That's right. He also said, Fist, you did fine with the solo podcast this week. Smiley face. Thank you, Master. Thanks. Thanks. Our uh, fellow raid member, Understand, says, Dwight, as a co-host in the new Lagging Balls episode, was great. He brought so many amazing opinions, news, and jokes. Yeah, see, I, to- I totally agree. He's right. He's right. Thank you. <laughs> the Big G says, episode 37, a great episode, even if it heads off the rails and gets coated in Greek yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> Richard Kearney J uh, added, who knew to sound like a murloc, you just needed a mouthful of white stuff. Nice. Surprising you didn't know that. <laughs> I knew that. Thorn knows yeah, that. So Big G also said, I'm pretty sure you don't have to get that Thornbrow guy back on. He was just holding you on target. Hey, wait a minute. Um, do you think maybe you'd want to, like, just leave? Stay on target. <laughs> Stay on target. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Yeah. I really appreciate it. You guys are awesome. Thanks for supporting. Um, thanks for listening on a regular basis, let alone when we're only at half-mast. <laughs> I was full-mast When, when we only have a semi. No, I was, I was fully erect <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> okay, side note. Um, one of the first porno magazines I ever had when I was young like, when they were still in, like, magazine form. Right. They had this section where they would do, like, movie reviews of porn flicks. Okay. And they rated them. Instead of five stars, it was, like, (laughs) semi-erect, half-erect, like, like fully erect. (laughs) Could you, like, maybe rate things that way, like, in real life? Oh, yes. It's like, oh, hey, Thorn. How was your dinner last night? I heard you went to a really fancy restaurant. Oh, you know, it was it was like half erect. No, no, but I mean, like, don't say it. Show it. Like, just oh. like, you just, <laughs> you're thinking about your dinner and you're like, oh, you know what? Mm. Uh. Coming to a lagging balls Instagram near mm. you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Thorne, did you see Star Wars? Oh, yeah. What'd you think of it? Zip. <laughs> it was really good. <laughs> Oh, I see that you weren't very impressed. <laughs> no, it's just cold out. Can somebody please do that? Don't you, no, 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 don't do that. Go ahead, do it. <laughs> Listener feedback time. Because the more you write, the less we have to. Thanks. So, uh, last week, Chief Bulgin sent us an email with a pop quiz style question it involved math i panicked and then i said maybe i should just wait till next week when thor's here because i don't get it because i'm you know i'm kind of dumb i'm not smart no no look listen i i realized there was math involved in it and i was actually so i was listening to last week's podcast while i was driving to work so i was actually in the midst of a traffic situation when that came up (laughs) and i actually pretty much like mostly missed it but i I heard you mention math so it actually kind of works out because i didn't actually hear Okay. The whole question. Okay, um, so do you want to read it this time? Yeah, let me okay, read it. Okay, so we did. Okay. I did, in fact, read this email last week. I apologize, but just to uh, refresh 
things. Okay. Here, here you go. Hey, Thorn and Fist, Old Vulgen here with a question for you. Well, more of a pop quiz, but whatever. Here we go. Uh, if Ragnaros had an average home latency of 40 milliseconds and was able to shoot off 10 fireballs a minute, what would his, his latency be at if he was lagging balls and only got off three shots? Okay. Well, okay. <laughs> I'll even give you just a just a hint of the tip. Just oh, a hint, a hint of the tip. <laughs> uh, it's not over 9,000. Nice. Uh, after you make your guesses, go ahead and click on the link for the answer. Okay, and there is a Bitly link here. Uh, okay, yeah, I. Um, okay, so. So it's you, math. You have no idea. No, I. I, I was don't have try any and idea. Figure it out or something, but I don't think I. So really... let's just click the link. Okay. Okay, loading. Oh, you motherfucker! Did you just fucking <laughs> rickroll us on our own podcast? Dude, we got rickrolled. Oh my god. I'm gonna fucking let this play. No. Guess what, listeners? You all got rickrolled too. Yeah, you guys singing like a like a deep. Make you understand. <laughs> give you up. Never gonna let you down. Yeah, Never the awkward hand raising. Oh. Never gonna make you cry. Never gonna say that skeptical bartender can really dance. Okay. All right. Side note. <laughs> That song is amazing. We love that song. I fucking love that song. I can't believe we got Rick rolled on our own podcast. I know, that's pretty awesome. And honestly, I I would play the whole damn thing because I every time I hear that song, I actually really like it, so I, I play the whole thing. But um, nice one, War Chief. Oh, so I'm geez. guessing that means there's no answer, you jerk. Because I was fucking. Did you click this last week? No, I didn't. Click you waited it, no. so I could. Come I back? waited. Oh my god. <laughs> I shouldn't have though. Fuck. No. <laughs> So he says, for the horde, War Chief Fulgen, P.S. Love the show, keep it up. Thanks. You know what? We're going to keep it oh, fully man. erect. Fully erect. We rate this mail, yes. this piece of mail fully, fully erect. erect. <laughs> <laughs> I'm to figure out what magazine that was. Oh, God. We might have a copyright issue for using fully erect. We fucking might. <laughs> okay, so we got an update from Thayer again. Um, he was the one who wrote in asking... Um, what kind of things he could do to prepare for uh, recently being invited into a rating group. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. so I asked him for some updates, and he gave me some updates. Nice. And I'm going to read his updates. Please do. Okay. But not in, a, in an accent, because I don't need to. He says, Hey, guys, back again with an update to the new rating version of me. To start all, it went well. The raid team is going through a rebuild stage. Some raid members had to leave due to life changes, and the empty spots are being filled by newbies, including myself. For the most part, it's all going well. I was not perfect, but willing to learn from my mistakes, so I believe they were happy for my inclusion on the team. That's that's a really good nice. place to start. Yes. Absolutely. Um, I agree with your advice to get to know the fights as best you can before giving them a go on the raid team. Watching the videos was a help, but I also wanted to add, also doing the fights in LFR is helpful. Oh, agreed. Nice. Except I hate LFR, right. so... Yeah, no. If you if you can stand to do LFR, that's great. But, uh, yeah, no. Use it as a learning experience. Yeah. He says, I know some people complain about the LFR experience. <laughs> people don't do that. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. No. We don't know anybody does that. No. Uh, and he says that some groups can be one big clusterfuck, but some LFR groups can be very good. Either way, either way, it gives a chance to get an idea of what's happening in the boss fight without the pressure of wiping the group if you make small mistakes. I have done a lot of current bosses in LFR, so so when raiding with the real team, things made more sense to me. 
as I knew what was going on a little better. In combination with video watching videos online, I was able to get what was needed to get the boss done. And with some bad LFR groups, I saw what happened when it had to be when it was done bad. Another thing to add is knowing the fights is not all that's needed. Being geared up helps a lot. Yes. yes. Uh, as one other newbie is dying a lot, but this is watching videos for the boss fights. I think the biggest issue is the lower eye level of the player as they're asking questions and seemingly willing to learn. I would suggest anyone with a lower gear level to do stuff outside the regroups and try to gear up. Example, getting empowered barrel gear yep. via Paxis Crystal Dailies or do some LFG for some gear. P.S. Thanks for the podcast. Even the solo show was awesome and gnomes are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> nice sneaking that in there, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, that was awesome. We're really glad that this is going well. We're really proud of you. Yeah, and there are really good points that I definitely forgot to mention, like uh, using LFR as um, test runs, dry runs, mm -hmm. and, uh, you know... Going in dry, if you will. Going in dry. And the baleful. I think and we did mention the baleful, Grabbing though. the baleful. I can't remember, but, uh, but yeah. There's so many ways to prepare for going into a raid situation and... Like I said in the beginning, the the most important thing in this whole scenario is the fact that you are looking for ways to um, sort of come into the situation ready and, you know, acknowledging the fact that you don't know what you're doing and just looking for really positive ways to contribute to this group. And most people don't do that. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I said last week... Uh, most people see raid groups as, you know, just part of the game. Something as simple to get into as an LFR, and they don't realize that raid groups are of the people, not the game. So right. it's it's people's time, it's people's energy, it's people's rules. And if you're going into a raid made up of, you know, friends or a guild or whatever that have been raiding for a while, yeah. you have to know that they're going to have standards and practices and routines that you don't know about yet so and also the thing is like there's more than one way to do a boss yeah so even if you do watch the videos and do it see the thing is lfr is good because you can get into the, the place and like see what things look like see what the boss looks like see that if you if you read the description of a boss and he throws a fireball during this phase that's not the same as being in there to see the fireball itself, see how big it is, see what, yeah. it's, what its range is, see if it's a frontal cone, see if it's a, an arc that goes around in a circle. Like, you have to be in there to see it. So I love the idea and the, the advice of doing LFR, but you also have to understand that nothing hurts in LFR. No. So LFR is made to be tourist mode because you get to see the mechanics, not even all of them. Mm -hmm. You get to see some of the mechanics, but you don't really feel the hurt. No. So... The easiest way to consider the difference is that everything in normal is going to hurt more, heroic is going to hurt way more, and mythic is going to one-shot you. Yes. <laughs> and that's, if not heroic versions, will yeah. one-shot you. But you can't the, fuck up. Right. But see, the, the biggest and best thing you, the single best thing you can possibly do when getting into raiding for the first time is just watch the fucking video yeah. ahead of time. <laughs> just watch the fucking video. Yeah, okay. Just Just watch the encounter. The Fat Boss videos, I think we've said before, they're really funny. Um, really like those guys. Yes, we definitely um, recommend. Definitely check theirs out. They, they're a little bit longer, but they give you more in-depth. Yeah. If you don't have the, the, the patience... Um, or the or, time because you forgot and you're looking it up literally during raid. Right. Then use the two-minute guides. Yes, the line that's, of sight two-minute guides. Thank you, that's right. Yeah. So line of sight, those guys, 
they they're a little bit clever but they're 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 sacrificing the funny or the clever more so to just get you the information that you need yeah. in the simplest, most pared down way as possible. They use like little diagrams to show you where you should stand. Mm -hmm. They use the icons to show you if you are tank, DPS, or healer, where you should be in the encounter. Yep. It's as straightforward and short as possible. There is no excuse that you should go into raiding and you don't have the time to watch two minutes of fucking video. Yeah. If you want to go into raiding and you don't have two, two minutes to, to go into raiding, you're going to hate raiding. Yes. Because there is downtime <laughs> in raiding. There is waiting in raiding. Raiding has processes and wipes to learn the fights. And when you're progging in raiding, it means that you don't know the fight yet. Or not that you know, don't know the fight. It means that your team has not downed the boss yet. So you can know the fight and understand what the mechanics are, but pulling them off is a challenge. That's the point of raiding. Yep. So you can prog on a boss and wipe on it over and over and over, sometimes all night. But the idea is that you're getting it down better, and you're getting it down a little bit better, and you're getting it down a little better, and then you're, you're identifying the parts that are a problem for the group, and you're getting those parts down better, and you're improving on that. And by the end of the night, or whatever, you get that boss down and everybody cheers, and it's great, yeah. you know? But that's the idea. LFR is something you're going to walk into and you're going to one-shot nearly everything every time. Now that's not always the case, because some things are just problematic for large groups. Yep. Um, and and boohoo, cry me a river. That that's that's rough because it's LFR is nothing. So <clears throat> it's again, it is still worthwhile. It still gets you some valor. Mm -hmm. It still gets you other things, some drops to helping um, get you some gear on the way up. Yep. It does get you the boss encounter, so you can be in there and feel a little bit of what it feels like, at least see it, but not really feel it. <laughs> so I really like the idea of that. I think it's good advice. But do remember, you should watch the fucking video. He did. I'm, no, no, I'm not saying he didn't. I'm saying for those who are also considering this, we have had experiences with people who just couldn't be asked to sit down and watch a video about We literally boss. told somebody, if you want to raid with us, please watch these videos before raid. Right. Yep. And this person said, oh, I don't learn visually. I just have to try it. Yeah, and so we said no. Then, yeah. then you can't learn Sorry. with us. No offense. We and, and we said that in the nicest way. We didn't say it like that. We said it in a much nicer I way. I did. I just didn't say well, it out loud. Okay. Wow. Okay. The 30th time <laughs> that she tried to guilt us into saying that she should be on the raid team, and I finally got tired of being nice about it, I was like, look, I said it was required for you to watch these videos. You said no, so I said no. Period. Mm -hmm. It's not that much to ask. So, rant over. Again, super kudos to you. Yeah. To do an LFR, to gearing up, to getting your baleful, to... And then... Going into this experience and coming back out to give us both an update and advice for other people yeah. who are looking to do the same thing. That's fucking awesome, man. You're a great raider already. Yeah, way to go. So, thanks there. Please keep us updated. We love your updates. We love hearing about how you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. And we'd like to hear more. Tell us about the next step, next step and how it's going. Do it. And finally, last week... Ryan from... The Victor's Sanctum Podcast. <laughs> Buddy, you sent us such a nice, long... Hard. Like a uh, huge chunk of <laughs> email. Delicious. Yeah. And uh, and and this covered part of that um, on last week's episode. So we're gonna dive into kind of this the middle third here of this. It's super like an long... epic. Yeah, it's it's pretty dope. Yeah. So um, if I may. Yeah. Oh, please. Okay. As you stated, everyone has the right to stop payment at any month they want to. They control that aspect of, of the, the game. game. Right. That's what we're talking about. Right. They control that aspect of the game. Right. But claiming Stockholm syndrome did make me laugh. And there might actually be something to that, in a way. When we think back to nostalgia 8 to 10 years ago, when this game was still in its exciting new infancy, to think back to that now holds so many warm fuzzies and great memories. The feeling of reward for completing a quest for a, wild, a paladin warlock. Wow, I almost said waladin. A waladin? <laughs> a warlock paladin? I'm a waladin. <laughs> Epic mount that no longer exists. 
A lot of things that really made you feel a real sense of accomplishment that I feel has been lost over the years. Mostly due to people complaining that they couldn't achieve things at a more casual rate than they used to play before. So now they expect to be showered with confetti and, ep and epics <laughs> every time you turn a quest in. Yeah. Just like gambling. Winning excites and stimulates the lateral hy hypothalamus in the brain. Wow, you couldn't use big I always fancy thought words the lateral hy hypothalamus was in my ass. You were correct. I'm pretty oh. sure he's mistaken on that one. So, Probably. Yeah. Sorry, Ryan. You got that wrong. It's lateral... not like he's smarter than me. Yeah, totally. I've got a lateral hypothalamus in my You're ass. You're sitting on it right now. Uh, the problem is, this is something that is very wild and natural for us. And then he gives a quote. The stimulation activates the reward system and establishes response habits similar to those established by natural rewards such as food and water. Food and water? Okay, you included a, a quote, Ryan, but I take issue that you did not quote your source. However, I get I the, think I said that, actually. I get, I get the point. Yeah, that sounds like the way that you talk. Yeah. Uh, okay, so he's, he goes on to say, it's really the same thing as addiction, which really makes which really means you are or can be very addicted to things that stimulate your hypothalamus in this way. Think of it as a pleasure reward button that makes you feel great. I'm usually thinking about my pleasure reward button. <laughs> it makes me feel great. I think about mine all the time as well. Um, but he's re he's referring to your pleasure reward button that makes you feel great, accomplished, and fulfilled. So is I. Wouldn't you also yeah. want to just have this on a giant button to mash all day long? Well... Who wouldn't? <laughs> but that's how addiction starts, and a lack of self-control makes it a spiraling crash. Think about that the next time you turn in a quest for an upgraded piece of gear. Or, don't think about it as usual and just well, enjoy being addicted to world fun. of warcraft yeah. enjoy being oh, addicted man. to world of warcraft play it all day and all night forever nice <laughs> that's like the new theme song for world of warcraft yeah ryan very interesting um insight it's it it makes a lot of sense the stockholm syndrome i, I understand that you're taking it in the psychological um, direction there and I can appreciate that it's that's pretty cool there's also like I think a really good cracked article about this say crack yeah. crack <laughs> pretty sure it was cracked um, but we you know how much of a fan I am of cracked I know um, you love crack.com and their podcast and uh, their videos and all that good stuff they actually did a really long article long and hard oh. uh, and cracked oh. um, about um, I believe it was about how um, developers of games like World of Warcraft and using mostly wo World of Warcraft hey. <laughs> um, as an example about how they can literally psychologically addict you to this game. I will find the link to that. We'll put that in the show yeah, notes Yeah, that'd be here. interesting. Um, it is actually a really we interesting We should talk one. about it sometime yeah. on the podcast. Yeah, actually, you know what? That's what we'll do. We'll talk about that next week um, in further relation to Ryan's really thought-provoking um, Absolutely. Here. And we're still not even done. No, there's still more from Ryan to come. But, uh, yeah. Thanks, Ryan. Yeah, thanks. Hey, from one podcaster to another, buddy, we really appreciate the contributions. And part three coming next week. But he is of the Victor's Sanctum podcast. Yes. And uh, we have, last week you heard um, the little uh, advertisement commercial for yeah. his podcast. If you are a podcast and you would like to be advertised on Lagging Balls, yeah. just send us one. Yeah, just put like, your... Put your, 30 seconds, whatever. Yeah, and email it right to our hypothalamus. Yeah, laggingballs at gmail.com. Seriously, we would love to help promote you guys. Yeah, happy to. Honestly, just yeah. send it. Unless it's like with like full of racial slurs, we'll probably air it. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, thanks, Ryan. Yeah, thanks, Ryan. And thanks, everyone, for listening. Looks like we're at the end of the show. Oh, yeah. This is the part where we're supposed to come up with something clever to say, right? Right. Ugh. Mm, I think you've said that before. Oh, shit.
Um, maybe you should sing some more. Oh, okay. Um, Warcraft, Warcraft Addiction? Warcraft Addiction. Every day and night. Forever. Warcraft. Forever. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> hey, gang. We need your help. We're tagging this shitbox as a community-focused podcast, but so far it's just been us talking shit. We need you to give us stuff. Delicious content, like questions, topics to cover, content segments, guild stories, emails, and disputes that need settling. We'll even get some shoutouts and accept your own podcast commercials for promotion. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Please. Join us weekly on the Victor Sanctum Podcast, where we are your source for all things PvP in the Blizzard universe, whether it be live on Twitch or on iTunes and Stitcher. Each week we discuss news and PvP in the world of Warcraft, Hearthstone, Heroes of the Storm, Overwatch, and StarCraft. Visit our website at victorsanctum.com to find out more information about our blog and podcast. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. Thanks for lagging balls together with us today. Here's where you can find and follow the show. Email us at laggingballs at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at laggingballs. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash laggingballs. Reblog our Tumblr at laggingballs.tumblr.com. And for YouTube and Google+, search for Lagging Balls Official until we have 500 followers and then we'll get a custom URL. Ooh, if you enjoyed the show, the easiest way to help the show is to rate us on iTunes and Stitcher. We truly appreciate it. Special thanks to bensound.com for all the music used on this show. And be sure to catch us next week on Lagging Balls! That's you. Sorry. Sorry. You're gonna sneeze again, aren't you? I don't know. Yeah, you are. You gotta flap. You gotta flap. Flap, flap. <laughs> Bless you. This is an audible peek behind the curtain, people. This is the part where we pause the podcast and sneeze <gasps> and blow our noses and burp and fart. I've got so much snuff. Flush the toilet. This is the real deal here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Uh. Leggy balls! Leggy balls. <laughs> <laughs>